Hare Krishna, I welcome all to Everyday Chantari Nam conference call. Today we are very fortunate to have Her Grace Amrita Madhavi Devi Dasi Mataji from Bangalore, India to enlighten us on verse 36 from chapter 5 of Canto 6. Hare Krishna Mataji, once again my humble obeisances to you. Please take over the call whenever you are ready. Thank you. My humble obeisances to you too, dear Mataji. Yes, let us pray and let us start. <coughs> Narayanam Namaskritya Naram Chaiva Narottamam Devim Saraswatim Vyasam Tato Jaya Mudirayet Nashta Prayeshu Abhadeshu Nityam Bhagavata Sevaya Bhagavat Yuttama Shloke Bhaktir Bhavati Naishtiki Om Vishnu Parayakshu Prashtavitmai Shinapeja Patakasmi Namacharya Padaya Nikai Kripa Pradayani Gaurakata Damadaya Nagrakramatani Om Vishnu Padaya Krishna Prashtaya Bhutalai Shreemate Bhakti Vidamta Swamiriti Namini Namaste Sarasrativi Kauravani Pracharini Nirvisheshashunyavadi Pachatvideshtani Jai Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Shri Advaita Gadadhara Shri Vasadhi Kauravakarunda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare Mukham Karoti Vachalam Pangum Langhayati Girim Yitrapatamam Vandi Shri Guru Dinataranam Shri Chaitanishwari Pramananda Ishwari Shri Chaitanishwari Pramananda Madhavam Shri Chaitanishwari Hey Om Tatsat Namaste Giri Rajaya Shri Govardhana Ramini Ashesha Kleshana Shaya Pramananda Dayana Hari Om Tatsat Yes, it is Kanto 6, Chapter 5, Text 36 Let's start with the verse Shri Daksha Vacha Aho Asado Sadhunam Sadhulingena Nastvaya Asadva Akari Arbhakanam Pikshor Marga Pradashitaha Translation 6th Canto, Chapter 6, Verse Text 36 Translation by Srila Prabhupada Jai Srila Prabhupada Prajapati Daksha said, Alas, Narada Muni, you wear the dress of a saintly person, but you are not actually a saint. Indeed, although I am now in Grahastha life, I am a saintly person. By showing my sons the path of renunciation, you have done me an abominable injustice. Purport <coughs> by Srila Prabhupada Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said, Sanyasira Alpa Chidra Sarva Loke Gaya. In society, this is Chaitanya Chardamrita Madhya Leela, 12th chapter, 51st verse. In society, one will find many sannyasis, vanaprastas, grihastas, and brahmacharis. But if all of them properly live in accordance with their duties, they are understood to be sadhus. Prajapati Daksha was certainly a sadhu. 
because he had executed such great austerities the supreme personality of god had lord vishnu had appeared before him nevertheless he had a fault finding mentality and improperly taught narada muni improperly thought he improperly thought narada muni to be a sadhu or non saintly because narada had foiled his intentions desiring to train his sons to become grahasthas fully equipped with knowledge daksha had sent them to execute austerities by narayana sharas narada muni however taking advantage of their highly elevated position in austerity instructed them to become vaishnavas of the renounced order this is the duty of narada muni and his followers they must show everyone the path of renouncing this material world and returning home back to godhead prajapati daksha however could not see the exaltedness of the duties narada muni performed in relation to his sons unable to appreciate narada muni's behavior daksha accused narada of being asadhu the word bhikshur marga the path of renounced order are very significant in this regard a sanyasi is called tridandi bhikshu because his duty is to beg alms from the homes of grahasthas and to give the grahasthas spiritual instructions a sanyasi is allowed to beg from door to door but grahastha cannot do so grahasthas may earn their lively living according to the four divisions of spiritual life a brahmana grahastha may earn his livelihood by becoming a learned scholar and teaching people in general how to worship supreme personality of godhead he may also assume the duty of worship himself therefore it is said that only brahmanas may engage in deity worship and they may accept as prasada whatever people offer the deity although a brahmana may sometimes accept charity it is not for his personal maintenance but for the worship of the deity thus a brahmana does not stock anything for his future use similarly kshatriyas may collect taxes from the citizens but they must also protect citizens enforce rules and regulations and maintain law and order vaishyas should earn their livelihood through agriculture and cow protection and shudras should maintain their livelihood by serving the three higher classes unless one becomes a brahmana one cannot take sanyas sanyasis and brahmacharis may beg arms door to door but a grahastha cannot prajapati daksha condemned narada muni because narada a brahmachari who could beg from door to door had made sanyasis of daksha's sons who were being trained to be grahasthas daksha was extremely angry at narada because he thought that narada had done him a great injustice according to daksha's opinion narada muni had misled daksha's inexperienced sons asadva akari arbhakanam daksha regarded his sons as innocent boys who had been misled when narada showed them the renounced order of life because of all these considerations 
Prajapati Daksha charged that Narada Muni was a sadhu and should not have adopted the dress of a sadhu. Sometimes a saintly person is misunderstood by grahasthas, especially when he instructs their young sons to accept Krishna consciousness. Generally, a grahastha thinks that unless one enters grahastha life, he cannot properly enter the renounced order. If a young man immediately adopts the path of renounced order in accordance with the instructions of Narada or a member of disciplic succession, his parents become very angry. The same phenomenon is occurring in our Krishna consciousness movement because we are instructing all the young boys in the western countries to follow the path of renunciation. We allow grahastha life, but a grahastha also follows the path of renunciation. Even a grahastha has to give up so many bad habits that his parents think his life has been practically destroyed. We allow no meat-eating, no illicit sex, no gambling, no intoxication and consequently the parents wonder how, if there are so many no's, one's life can be positive. In the western countries especially, these four prohibited activities practically constitute the life and soul of modern population. Therefore, parents sometimes dislike our movement just as Prajapati Daksha disliked the activities of Narada and accused Narada of dishonesty. Nevertheless, although parents may be angry at us, we must perform our duty without hesitation <coughs> because we are in disciplic succession from Narada Muni. People addicted to householder life wonder how can how one can give up the enjoyment of grahastha life, which is a concession for sex enjoyment, simply to become a mendicant in Krishna consciousness. They do not know that the householder's concession for sex life can be, they do not know that householder's concession for sex life cannot be regulated unless one accepts the life of a mendicant. The Vedic civilization therefore enjoins that at the end of one's 50th year one must give up household life. This is compulsory. However, because modern civilization is misled, householders want to remain in family life until death and therefore they are suffering. In such cases, the disciples of Narada Muni advise all the members of the younger generations to join the Krishna consciousness movement immediately. There is nothing wrong in this. So here we are seeing how Daksha is furious. He is really mad at Narada Muni. He is very angry. He is really very angry with Narada Muni. But Prabhupada is explaining in detail that Narada Muni did not do anything that should have been termed as a sadhu. On the contrary, Narada Muni did everything which befits a sadhu because Prabhupada very clearly says in the first paragraph that Narada Muni, however, taking advantage of their highly elevated position in austerity, 
instructed them to become Vaishnavas in the renounced order. This is the duty of Narada Muni and his followers. So, Prabhupada is very clearly telling, it is the duty of a renunciate to instruct the souls to become renunciates. Now, about this, in the last class, uh, we got to read that it is, it is, it is told that everybody should accept Brahmacharya, then Grastha, then Vanaprastha, then Sanyas. But it is not applicable to everybody. You know, uh, we read it. Uh, I think it's with you people only. I have read it in Bhagavatam that that instructions is for ordinary people who cannot get out of desire for sex life. But if there is somebody who is very indifferent to sex life and who is very very attached to becoming Krishna conscious, very very attached to lead a life of devotional service, to such people. It is not at all applicable. What is not applicable? To ask them to become a grahastha. In fact, they don't have to follow. This is what we read it in the last class. I don't remember which verse. I was doing the uh, 51st verse onwards, as far as I remember, in the last chapter. 6th canto, 4th chapter, 51st verse onwards. We completed the whole chapter last in our last sitting. So... Somewhere in one of those, it was told clearly that, um, as far as I remember, it was in one of those verses only, that Prabhupada says that to become a grahastha is not a duty of every jiva. Means if, if the jiva is qualified to be a renunciate, by all means, he is supposed to become a renunciate because if he does not want to be a grahastha, if he wants to serve as a sannyasi, um, you know, um, as a servant of Krishna, if he wants to serve Guru and Krishna, then by all means he is free to do so and he will not get any sin for doing that. Rather, his life will be uh, all, all successful. It will be completely successful. It will attain all perfection. You know, so here, Narada Muni saw that these sons are not karmis or not karma yogis. They don't have to go through Rasta, then Vana, Prasad, then Sanyas. They were very much as children only. They were very much fit for renunciation because they were in their um, austerities. Narada Muni could see very clearly that they were not ordinary people. And because their heights of austerity made Narada Muni very clear, they are meant for something much higher, not for just begetting children. So actually I was going through the Sarartha Darshini, commentary of uh, Vishnu Chakstakura, and in that, in the next verse, um, you know, or so, you know, uh, the commentary, it says that, actually, Narada Muni, next or next to next verse, in, means now, right now, we are reading uh, 36th verse, right? In 37th or 38th verse, you know, in the commentary, it's written, that Narada Muni actually thought, see, first set of children of um, Dakshas, uh, he sent them for Tapasya. Second set also, he told, see, your brothers are, have gone, you know, to go back to God. They went to Tapasya. You all also must follow your brothers because you're dear to your brothers. So these boys also, Savalashwas also, uh, went for Tapasya. Now, why did he come to Daksha's place? You know, according to Vishnu Chakra it says, he came to Daksha's place to say, see, all your children have gone. Like Vidura came to Dhritarashtra and told you, all sons are dead, right? Vidura told to Dhritarashtra. Now, why you should be here? Now, you also go to do something. Like that, you know, uh, this Vishachakra uh, Thakura is saying, actually, Narada Muni came to say to Daksha, 
since all your sons have gone, so it's better. How is that? See here, it is. I tell you, it's 35th. Sorry, 35th verse only. It's saying 35th verse, not 37th. 35th verse uh, commentary. Vishnu Chakra Thakur is saying Narada considered as follows: the dynasty of Swayambhu Amanu, Priyavrata, Uttanapada, Dhruva, and all others attained the Lord by my efforts. Prachina Varhi also, though involved in karma, was delivered. His sons, the ten Pratyatas, and his grandsons, the Hariyashwas, and a thousand Shavalashwas, were delivered. How is it that only Daksha remains playing in the blind role of householder life? See, like how Dhritarashtra was condemned by Vidura, here Narada Muni is thinking like that. Like that, Vishnu Chakravartakura is saying, okay, Daksha remains playing the blind role of householder life. Uh, how is it that only Daksha remains in this role? I will deliver him also. Narada thought, I will deliver Daksha also. Hearing that his sons have renounced, lamenting, Daksha now remains in his house with detachment. Now is a suitable time to give him mercy. If he does not come to me, I will go to his house. For this reason, Narada went to see Daksha. You got it, now. So he actually went to, um, you know, uh, he went to see Daksha just to say that, see, everybody has gone to go back to Godhead, to Tapasya. You also go, na? You also, you also take sannyas. You know, like that Narada Muni went. Okay, he's not coming to me, so I will only go to his house. But what happened was something else. Or what Krishna wanted, that only happened. So that we'll get to know in the future verses. But here in the purport, Prabhupada is very beautifully explaining that Narada Muni did not do anything that he he deserved to be called as a sadhu, but he did something very much befitting a sadhu. Not only Narada Muni, even his followers. Even his followers, means Prabhupada is at the end, including himself also. Because we are all in Narada's uh, Sampradaya, no? Brahma, Madhva, uh, Gaudiya Sampradaya. Here, um, in this Sampradaya, we have Narada Muni also. So, we are also in the disciplic succession of Narada Muni. That is why Prabhupada is saying very clearly, that we are following in Narada Muni's footsteps and we are asking these American boys and girls to join our movement and they are joining uh, and when they join the parents are getting very angry. Why? You know, because uh, they are giving up so much. No, but they married. Huh? Yeah, so what? But they are not eating meat, they are not uh, drinking. What is this? They are getting very angry. They are feeling as if the life has stopped, you know, because they are thinking to do intoxication, to do gambling, everything is life. But if you don't do intoxication, you don't do gambling, you don't go illicit sex, you don't do meat eating, then what is this life, you know? Then your life is like, uh, what is there in life? Like that, the Western parents think. And they get very angry with Prabhupada for making their children, you know, um, follow four regulative principles. Parents get very angry because parents themselves don't follow four regulative principles in the West. So it's somewhat shocking for them. It looks like a son or a daughter became mendicant when they don't follow all these things. Even meat eating when the kids don't do, the parents get very angry. So Prabhupada is saying that, you know, a sannyasi is called Tridandu Bhikshu because his duty is to beg alms from the homes of Grahastas and to give Grahastas spiritual instructions. Uh, and he is also saying that he is allowed to beg, uh, but Grahastha is not allowed to do so. Grahastha has to earn. But why did Narada Muni, who is only eligible to beg, make the Grahastha boys into beggars, into sannyasis? 
Grihasthas are not supposed to get into the field of begging, where it is sannyasi's field. But why did you make my children, who are grihasthas, into begging sannyasis? You did something really wrong. It's heinous, very sinful, like that, you know. Is um, Narada Muni is totally thinking like that because, yes, Prabhupada says that um, as per Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's definition, um, Daksha is coming under a saintly person because Daksha very um, proudly says, See, I am a saintly person and for me you did an offense, therefore you are not a sadhu. So, which means he is saying that Narada Muni, you know, took away the grastas and made them do the thing which they should not do. What they should not do? Grahastha should not go around begging. But you made my Grahastha children into begging sannyasis, which is something sinful. You harmed me, you know, because I am a saintly person. Like that, um, Daksha is saying and Chaitama Prabhu is saying, yes, he is right in saying that he is saintly because anybody who does their duty properly are to be understood as sadhus. So, Daksha was very nicely doing his duty, therefore he was a sadhu. And Prabhupada says very clearly, Narada Muni also was doing his duty by preaching to everybody to become a sannyasi. Means you become Krishna conscious, don't indulge in this. This is this kind of instructions a sannyasi should do, then only he is a sadhu. So, like that, um, you know, Prabhupada is explaining that Narada Muni was a sadhu, but um, he was uh, titled as Asadhu by Prajapati Daksha. So, Prabhupada says, you know, um, even in our moment, parents dislike our moment, just like Prajapati Daksha disliked the activities of Narada and accused Narada of dishonesty. Like that, parents also become angry with, with Prabhupada. And, uh, but still, Prabhupada says, but still we must do our duty without hesitation because we are in disciplic succession of Narada. We are Narada Muni's descendants. Uh, in, in disciplic succession. So therefore, we will go, parents will be angry with us for taking their children into Krishna consciousness, but we will continue to do that because we are after all in Narada's disciplic succession. Like that Prabhupada is um, uh, saying in the purport, and then Prabhupada um, says that actually we should, you know, not be addicted to life of sense enjoyment. You know, uh, we should actually um, uh, use the householder's life for serving Krishna together. You know, as they see, they do not know that householder's concession for sex life cannot be regulated unless one accepts life of mendicate. Means Prabhupada is saying, unless unless husband and wife marry, thinking that that we together, I, I am a devotee, I am marrying a devotee, so that as devotees we will mm, serve Krishna together. You know, unless they come to that kind of a focus and unless they follow the austerity of, okay, I will get up in the morning, I'll take a bath, I will cook, I will offer, then only I will eat. You know, some such uh, small little austerities, you know. So all these things, if we do not follow, then what's going to happen, you know. Then um, if, if we do not follow Brahminical standards, we cannot be a sannyasi. Means, what is a sannyasi now? Sannyas does not mean that all of us have to leave home, especially, you know, um, the Matajis, you know, we, it's not applicable to us after 50 also, because we have to be where our husbands are. And if our husbands want to shift to Vrindavan, 
to follow Vanaprastha, by all means we should go with them and assist them in their services. Otherwise, wherever we are, let us make our houses into Dham. Um, let us do all services as if it is Dham. So what I do, I had got some um, Giriraj photograph, you know. <laughs> we keep it on our uh, chair um, and uh, we go around the table and the chair assuming that I'm in Girigovardhan because this photograph of Giriraj reminds me of Girigovardhan and it is. I will consider this photo as Giriraj himself and I will go around the photo of Giriraj. You know, I, I do that um, and especially if I want to pray, if I want some favors some from Giriraj um, like please guide us now what service we should do. We should do this or we should do that. What is best, you know, anything. Um, if I'm not having an answer, uh, I just pray by going around the Giriraj photograph, assuming that photo of Giriraj is none other than Kirigovardhan. So like this, you see, it means if we cannot, if we cannot become a sannyasi, you know, especially female-bodied souls, wherever we are, you know, we can worship the Lord from our heart to the best of our ability. And if we can focus on doing everything um, as nicely as possible in a way scriptures expect from us, in a way Guru expects from us, in a way our ISKCON movement expects, expects from us, if we can do it to the best of our ability, whatever it is, if our ability is 30%, let's do 30%, let's try for 35%. If our ability is 60%, And that is a sannyasi. A sannyasi means not just one who wears saffron clothes and is, who is always meditating on illicit relationships, enjoyment of sex life. If a person is meditating on after taking saffron robes, that's not a sannyasi. Then what is a sannyasi? Sannyasi means it is by mind, you know, by thoughts. What is our attitude? Our attitude should be, I do everything possible to please Krishna. Point number one. And second is, I will accept whatever result Krishna wants to give. Maybe we are cooking nicely and it's turned out nice. But maybe the family members didn't like it. They didn't want that. They wanted something else for breakfast that day. And we get heavy criticisms. So we should be open for it. Okay, I cooked something for the Lord, but I was a bit ignorant and uh, I could not cater to the needs of the family members. So they are happy. It's all right. Krishna is guiding me that I should not do it next time. Next time I should ask and then do it. Before doing this item I will ask and do. Krishna is guiding you. So take it as guidance from Krishna. Take it as mercy from Krishna. This is the attitude of a sannyasi. You know, a person may be in grahasthashama, but if the attitude is whatever Krishna is saying through the others, I accept it with awe and reverence, knowing that it is Krishna's mercy. So if that is the attitude, then that is a sannyasi. And a person who is understanding that I am not doing anything and Krishna is making things happen through me because I desire to do it. Krishna gave me energy, Krishna gave me intelligence, Krishna gave me ideas, creativity and Krishna made it happen. Krishna gave the situation, Krishna gave the assets to make it happen. If we can understand like that and if we give credit to Krishna and don't take any credit for ourselves, means we are not uh, 
saying I am the doer, we are saying that Krishna is the doer. If we have that attitude and if we are open to any result, even the negative results, and if we are not looking or expecting for some positive result for our endeavors, that is a sannyasi. So a newly married girl can be a sannyasi of that kind, wherein she is only thinking of how I should please my husband. And that's all and nothing else. If she is focused only on pleasing her husband, or if the husband is focused on pleasing his devotee wife, you know, uh, not uh, not keeping into consideration what is his contrary desire, putting it aside, putting our desire aside and keeping the other person's spouse's desire ahead of us and trying to fulfill their desires just to please Krishna and just to please Krishna's representative, Krishna's servant who is our spouse. That is also the attitude of a sannyasi and such marriages where either the wife or the husband has that attitude of a sannyasi, he or she will be considered as the best spouse by their spouse. If the wife is very selfless and only focused on pleasing her husband, the husband feels that my wife is the best. And if the husband is like that, he's putting aside his desires, his goals, and he's only thinking of pleasing her, uh, uh, the wife, pleasing the wife, you know. And if he wants to go to Mayapur Dham for Yatra, but she's wanting to attend a Japa retreat at that time in Vrindavan or Girigovardhan. So he sacrifices his yatra at Mayapur, where all his congregation members, his best friends are going for congregation yatra. But wife wants to go for japa retreat because she feels her japa is bad and she wants to improve. And, and so for the sake of wife, if he sacrifices his desire and he goes along with his devotee wife to satisfy the wife, feeling a bit of pain that I, I'm missing all the spiritual fun that I would have otherwise had with my friends. Suppose if he's doing such a sacrifice, Guru, Krishna, Giriraj, Holy Name, everything will give him more mercy that whatever mercy he was supposed to get through his friends in Mayapur definitely will get more uh, because he will also have wife's blessings. Wife is not younger than us. She is a devotee of Krishna. Husband is not a hand-packed servant of ours. He is a devotee of Krishna. If we can understand that, and if we can serve our family members, seeing them as devotees, even if they are not practicing devotees, if we can still see them as Krishna's people, and if we do whatever they want us to do, though it is in opposite to our desires, then we are definitely going to get more mercy and then we are no different than a sannyasi. So to be a sannyasi as in the garb of a grihastha or to be a sannyasi in the garb of a sannyasi, both are the best things to happen. That is why Prabhupada says, that even though parents will criticize us, we will still follow Narada Muni. So, how we can follow Narada Muni, how you and I, we can follow as Grahastas, is like what we explained just now. So, we move to the next verse. It was a lengthy verse. I don't know how many verses I will be able to cover. I know you people will be happy if we cover more. I'll try my best. Let's see. Now the time is, oh my God, 5.26. Okay, one verse we'll cover now. Two verses I think we'll finish today. Kento 6, chapter 5, verse 37. Runa is tribir amuktanam, 
अमीमांशित कर्मणाम विघात श्रेयस पाप लोकयोर उभयोर ट्रांसलेशन कैन टू सिक्स चैप्टर फाइव टेक्स थर्टी सेवन बाय शिल प्रभात जय शिल प्रभात प्रजापति दक्षा सेड माय सन्स वे नॉट एट ऑल फ्रीड फ्रॉम देयर थ्री डेट्स इन दे डिड नॉट प्रॉपरली कंसिडर देयर ऑब्लिगेशन ओ नारद मुनि ओ पर्सनैलिटी ऑफ सिंफुल एक्शन यू हैव ऑब्स्ट्रैक्टेड देयर प्रोग्रेस टूवर्ड गुड फॉर्चून इन दिस वर्ल्ड एंड द नेक्स्ट बिकॉज दे स्टिल इन डेटेड टू द सेंटली पर्सन द डेमी गॉड्स एंड देयर फादर पर्पर बाय शील प्रोपाल जाय शील प्रोपाल As soon as Brahmana takes birth, he assumes three kinds of debts: debts to great saints, saints, debts to the demigods, and debts to his father. The son of a Brahmana must undergo celibacy, Brahmacharya, to clear his debts to the spiritual persons, to the saintly persons. He must perform ritualistic ceremonies to clear his debts to the demigods, and he must beget children to become free from his debts to his father. Prajapati Daksha argued that although the renounced order is recommended for liberation, one cannot attain liberation unless one fulfills fulfills obligations to demigods, the saints, and his father. Since Daksha's sons had not liberated themselves from these three debts, how could Narada Muni have led them to renounce the order of life? Apparently, Prajapati Daksha did not know the final decision of Shastras. As stated in Shrimad Bhagavatam, eleventh canto, fifth chapter, forty-first verse, Devarshi Bhutaptanrnam Pitrnam Nakinkaro Naam Brnicharajan Sarvatmanaya Sharanam Sharanyam Gato Mukundam Parirutya Kartam. Everyone is indebted to the demigods, to the living entities in general, to his family, to the pitas, and so on. But if one fully surrenders to Krishna, Mukunda, one who can give liberation, even if one performs no yajnas, one is freed from all debts. Even if one does not repay his debts, he is freed from all debts if he renounces the material world for the sake of supreme personality of Godhead, whose lotus feet are shelter of everyone. This is the verdict of the shastra. Therefore, Narada Muni was completely right in instructing the sons of Prajapati Daksha to renounce this material world immediately and take shelter of the supreme personality of Godhead. Unfortunately, Prajapati Daksha, the father of Hariyash, Hariyashwas and Shavalaswas, did not understand the great service rendered by Narada Muni. Daksha therefore addressed him as Papa, the personality of sinful activities, and Asadhu. A non-saintly person. Since Narada Muni was a great saint and Vaishnava, he tolerated all such accusations from Prajapati Daksha. He merely performed his duty as a Vaishnava by delivering all the sons of Prajapati Daksha, enabling them to return home back to Godhead. You see, it was uh, it was quite clear that Narada Muni was not at fault, but it was Daksha who was apparently. Hmm, not knowing shastras apparently means um, um it was like as if he did not know the shastras like as if how how will he not know but it was like as if he did not have the realization or conviction don't know what whatever it is you know apparently prajapati teksha did not know the final essence of the shastras because it is very clearly told 
that if one surrenders to Krishna and Nardamuni just taught all his sons to surrender to Krishna. So if one surrenders to Krishna, then he does not have any debts. Same way it is applicable to all mother. Um, even if we are sometimes not able to do our duties, we don't get sins. If we are surrendered to Krishna and for the sake of service of Guru and Krishna, somebody leaves their family and goes and works for Prabhupada, for their Guru, they, they help in transcription, they help in so many other services, Then and they have left the family and gone, still they are not bound. They don't get sins. Rather, they will get all the mercy from Guru and Krishna. Now, Prabhupada left his family, his children. One boy was still small. He left. That doesn't matter. But what did Prabhupada get? So Prabhupada got full mercy from the Guru Parampara. That he was so successful in building um, 108 temples and around getting around 10,000 disciples, which was nothing but mercy of the Lord. So whoever... Whoever actually um, uh, follows in Narada Muni's footsteps, in Prabhupada's footsteps, and um, does the right things, the right way of um, you know using our time very carefully, you know, uh, as if it is something very priceless. Understanding the value of time, if we use every moment carefully to do the right activities in order to please Guru and Krishna. If we do it like that, and that too without expecting any results and understanding that it is Krishna who is allowing me to do my service. And it is Krishna who, because of whom the service um, ended very beautifully. It is because of Krishna the service quality is so good. Like this, if we understand that Krishna is the uh, doer of course, material modes are there facilitating us. Material modes and Krishna together are doing the task. We are only desiring doers. Material modes are um, making us do and Krishna is sanctioning the results. So, if we can give the credit to Krishna, you know, and if we don't expect any results out of those services, and um, uh, then we are doing things the right way. And so that when we are living life in that way, we are also not bound by any rules. And when we do it like that, you know, our services attain most perfection compared to our own services in the past when we were not in that mood. When we are in the mood of, I want to do it this way, I want to do it that way, I like it this way, I like it that way. That is when our work is having tinges of imperfection. It's not completely perfect. But every endeavor is mixed with some imperfection, says Bhagavad Gita. Some imp just like fire is having the imperfection of smoke. Like that, you know, um, every Brahmana is, uh, you know, uh, see in some purport of Prabhupada's Bhagavatam I read in first canto, says even Brahmana's work can be contaminated when he does Ashwamedha, Gomedha, Yajnas, he is allowing, you know, he, Brahmana means he should not kill animals, but he ends up killing, even if it is through mantras, ends up killing, so it is a bit faulty, even a Kshatriya. You know, he is supposed to protect the citizens and he gives some reason, I forgot now. So for Kshatriya, for a Vaishya, how everybody ends up uh, in their profession, you know, um, they end up doing some things. 
that are um, then that which they are not supposed to do means material world is such that in another place purport purposes material world is such that everybody you know actually generally many many people we don't want to sin but we still we sin where he says it when parikshit maharaj never wanted to sin he wanted to stop sinful kali you know means kali is not sinful but he is the one who brings about sins everywhere isn't it he didn't want uh, the kali to um, transform the people's hearts in the wrong direction you know so he was uh, struggling that everybody should live a very um, uh, god conscious life krishna conscious life when he is struggling he himself he threw a dead snake which was a mistake of course it's not a such a big mistake when he was angry he just did it without a second thought uh-huh. so but he ended up he's never a person who was uh, he he was a selfless soul so he had so much control on his hunger and thirst that's how for 7 days he could sit and hear without water and without food he was able to hear why because he was such a sense control person but why then did he lose control when he was thirsty and hungry and why did he throw a dead snake on the sadhu who did not offer him water is because sadhu was in trance sadhu was not aware only he didn't get but why did he think that he is acting like in trance and he is purposely not giving you because i am a kshatriya he is a brahmana he is looking down upon you why such a thought came that was krishna's desire because krishna wanted bhagavad gita to be spoken just like arjuna was never a, a materialist he knew everything he knew he simply had to do every duty to please krishna without expecting the risk he knew it very well but still why did he say that oh they are my brothers matula shushra potra they're all my uncles my sons my grandsons how i can kill why did he say like that because krishna wanted it so he made yogamaya bewilder his um, intelligence and made him speak things which we kaliyuga people are speaking same way um, the same krishna made parikshit maharaj also get bewildered and made him throw a dead snake it is proving us in prabhupada's point prabhupada's purport says that prabhupada says that everybody we don't want to sin probably it is the 19th chapter that's where he says we all don't want nobody wants to sin but somehow uh, in the first canto probably it is 19th chapter but somehow uh, you know parikshit ended up also doing a sin of throwing a snake on the great sage uh, so so like that we cannot avoid but brother prabhupada says but if we are living to please krishna if we are living to make krishna happy then all these sins will be nullified then all these sins will not be considered only you know so that is what we have to understand and so if we are living to only please krishna if we are living only to only please krishna then you know if we commit mistakes also we will not be um, held responsible we will be forgiven we will not get any sin for those mistakes of ours this much we should know i am just trying to look for that verse wherein prabhupada very clearly says that um, in the um, first canto that if somebody is um, living for serving krishna then no matter um, you know oh, how they live they may end up committing sins like parikshit committed a sin but it doesn't matter you know um, if we are in the right mood of serving krishna then um, yeah here it is i got it it's first canto 19 chapter verse 7 purport last few lines see the principle is that 
one should not willingly commit any sin in his life and should constantly remember the lotus feet of the lord without deviation only in such a mood will the lord help the devotee make regular progress towards the path of liberation and thus attain lotus feet of the lord you see prabhupada is saying we should not willingly commit a sin but we should constantly remember krishna willingly we should avoid sins constantly we should remember krishna then we will make sure progress to the path of liberation and thus attain lotus feet of the lord then see he says even if there are accidental sins committed by a devotee lord saves the surrendered soul from all sins as confirmed in the scriptures and then he quotes 11th canto 5th chapter 42nd verse so padamulam bhajata priyasya त्यक्तानि अभावस्य हरि परेशा विकर्माय छोत पतितम कथांचेद दुनोति सर्वम हृदि सन्निविष्टा ट्रांसलेशन इज नॉट गिवन यू कैन रेफर दिस 11th कैंटो 5th चैप्टर 42nd वर्स सो द एसेंस इज दैट इवन इफ देयर एक्सीडेंटल सिन्स इन द इन द लाइफ ऑफ अ सरेंडर्ड डिवोटी देन the lord saves such a soul from all sins and we know in bhagavad gita you know uh, that verse is there what is that sarva dharman pratyajya mam ekam sharanam vraja aham tvam sarva pape vyo ma mokshesham ma chuchata mashucha so that is also the same thing isn't it if we just surrender to krishna so surrendering is very important surrender means what can a um, grahastha surrender yes you use all your time the way krishna likes even if you are cooking cook the way krishna likes if you are um, correcting the children correct them the way krishna likes you should follow samadana bheda danda you know um, first lovingly encourage them you know the best way to correct a person is by not correcting them with the words of fault finding uh, best way to correct is to tell them what is the right way of doing things if suppose you want your child to take a bath and then eat prasad but he is always lazy to take a bath and he always wants to eat fast then you should think what is this dirty boy you never taking a bath why are you doing like this that's not the right way of doing it you can say um you know it would be nice if you could smell fresh if you could take a nice bath then you could eat it would be nice isn't it you know and um, and he himself sees that you are taking a cold water bath early in the morning and then you are doing it of course in america it's difficult but in india people can do that if not cold water at least warm water bath hot water bath you know if parents are doing that and keeping everything spotlessly clean then you say see everything is sparkling and your face also is sparkling but you'll sparkle more if you take a bath i'll be very happy if you take a bath you know and then you come for prasad something very gently and and on regular basis if that is not happening then it is told you should give them some incentive samadana beda then if that doesn't work then you um, just chastise them a bit and if doesn't work then you give danda see without bath no prasad i am also not going to cook you know you first take a bath then only i'm going to cook see cooking is half done you know everything is done except rotis rotis will not be done if you don't take a bath something like that that's the last thing you know then also we are not saying you dirty boy you're not taking a bath we're not saying like that it will be done only after you take a bath like that you know 
is if we can be as nice as possible, as careful as possible in our speech, then children also come to the right path. So why I was saying this, I just forgot. We were talking about Sarendra. Uh, yeah, yeah. If you're doing cooking, let us think it is for the Lord. So anything you do, um, you know, remembering Krishna, keeping Krishna as the center of the focus, like uh, anything is done, it is for the Lord. It's like how we you have Indian government, by the people, for the people, of the people or something like that. So it is for God. <laughs> it is Whatever we do should be for Krishna. Uh, whatever we do, we should understand it is by Krishna's mercy we are doing it. Because we are not doing it. Krishna is giving us energy, capacity and everything else, talent, and situation, um, assets for us to complete a task. So knowing that with great heart full of gratitude, when we do things, that is nothing but a life of surrender. means we are using time the way Krishna wants us to use. How? Whatever you are cooking, you do it for Krishna. Whatever your attitudes are, you know, you refine it and say, I am not doing it. Krishna is letting me do it. Because I am desiring, Krishna is fulfilling my desires. Krishna is, it is Krishna's mercy. So when we understand clearly um, our life's activities in that manner, that is when we are actually living a life of surrender. That is when we are actually in the mood of a sannyasi. There's no difference, you know. If we are not attached to ex results, um, and if we are prepared to take negative results, if we are open to reversals, as understanding it's Krishna's plan, and it is Krishna's best plan for us, better than our plan, though it's a reversal, and if we know that whatever we are doing, everything is done because of Krishna, then this is nothing but an attitude of a sannyasi. It's, sannyasi is not in the robes that they wear. Sannyasi is in the attitude and that attitude all of us can have it. We can cultivate it. If we understand Bhagavad Gita and Bhagavatam and if we put our sincere efforts to follow it from the level of our mind, that's what is surrender all about. Surrender is to do everything in a way it is favorable to Krishna, which makes Krishna happy. And do all those things that is not going to make Krishna happy, don't do it. That is surrender. Surrender is to say that anything I can do only if Krishna Krishna permits, Krishna gives energy, which means full, meek and dependent heart on Krishna. To understand without Krishna, I am nothing. With Krishna, I can do anything. If Krishna wants, if Guru wants, anything can be done. And I am here only to serve. This is surrender. If in this way we are living as a mother, training the children, we are living as a father, training the wife and children, we are living as a boss or as a subordinate in the company, seeing our people around as Krishna has given people and we are dealing with them the way Krishna will be pleased. This is all nothing but a proper uh, way of utilizing time. When we are really using time in the right way, in every dealing of ours, then we can see we have surrendered our time to Krishna. What is surrendering 24 hours for Krishna means it is surrendering our life for Krishna. So this is a life of surrender. So um, Narada Muni actually taught all the children to really live the life of surrender. And Daksha could not understand. That's a sad thing. Daksha misunderstood. 
narada muni and he criticized narada muni heavily and uh, he even um, used such bad words for narada muni when narada muni actually just did his duty and he in fact came to do the duty to prajapati daksha also to guide him to also take up uh, life of devotional service and go back to godhead but um, daksha could not understand that and therefore um, he spoke very heavily so with that we end because four minutes are left uh, we could only do two verses today mm, if you have any questions now we can answer and i will be there now for another half an hour then i have to do my uh, by all your blessings my exams went very well uh, bhakti vibhava exams so first canto got over for us exams also over i'm very grateful to all of you for your blessings um uh, but i have to do open book exam questions so i will spend only half an hour for question answers if you have any questions you are most welcome to ask at the most i can stretch to 45 minutes so 6:30 we can go on at the most so if you have questions please ask hari krishna i am open to um, all your comments for my improvement hari krishna हरे कृष्णा माता जी दंडवत प्रणाम श्याम रसिका हियर थैंक यू सो मच फॉर दिस नेक्टर एंड क्लास एंड इट्स अमेजिंग थिंग दैट वन ऑफ माय फ्रेंड ही जॉइन टुडे फर्स्ट टाइम हिज नेम इज सतीश एंड ही वाज आस्किंग मी ही टेक्स्ट मी टू क्वेश्चंस एंड विदाउट आस्किंग यू यू गिव द आंसर ऑफ दैट क्वेश्चन माता जी दैट्स सो अमेजिंग सो ही हरि हरि या सो हिज क्वेश्चंस वर how can i surrender to krishna and how can i please to krishna so satish ji uh, do you hear that question and answer of uh, mataji uh, so do you want to more elaborate answer okay i need to unmute you okay Hare Krishna Prabhu ji so now you are on mute Satish ji so if you want to Yeah how do we know what will please Krishna Hare Krishna thank you very much dear Satish Prabhu ji I'm so happy that uh, your questions were discussed today how do we know what will please Krishna you should ask from Krishna and how do you ask krishna when he is not um, in living form that's why shrimad bhagavatam says the same question was asked by the rishis when krishna is gone who is there for the people of kaliyuga who is there for our satish prabhu who is there you know when krishna is not there so in bhagavatam it is told that ha huh, it is told shrimad bhagavatam is the representative of krishna Shrimad Bhagavatam is Krishna himself Satish Prabhu ji so if you listen to Bhagavatam daily you will know what Krishna wants like today you see we discussed about surrender no you got to know no to some extent something like that you will get to know more and more when you hear from Bhagavatam then that's when you will exactly know what pleases Krishna and what does not please Krishna and in the beginning stages how do i know what pleases because i am just now new i don't know i have not heard now from today if i want then i may know everything in another 2 3 years then till 2 3 years how can i lose my time for that the question is you ask the devotees 
they will tell you because they have learned for so many years so they already know they already know that following four regulative principles will please krishna more than that chanting will please krishna chanting holy names whoever ajamila he drank alcohol he was after a prostitute but he simply called narayana narayana now vishnu became happy when he is dying vishnu sent his people hey it's my person yamadutas came it's my person how is he your person no he called narayana are he called his child's name doesn't matter that is my name also so narayana is so much generous you know that too for our satish prabhu he is so much generous that is why he made satish prabhu's question only answer today and that was the last part krishna gave me idea correct prabhu i didn't actually i planned this class now last 45 minutes i just went through the purports that's all i didn't do much of a, uh, this but krishna gave me memory from first canto to give references he gave me memory because i'm praying to krishna krishna you know for genuine reasons i'm not getting much time this all i can do you please help me you please speak through me so krishna spoke seeing the hearts of the people here each one who has come definitely something or the other they would have got you know in the class because i am praying to krishna and you are praying to krishna you are coming with all the sincerity with all the eagerness so even if you don't know how to please krishna krishna is pleased to tell you what pleases him by in these classes whatever you learned now that all you follow that pleases krishna whatever you learned which you didn't know which you didn't even know that you should ask a question so that all you know if you just um, understand wh- whatever is newly told which you are not following if you simply follow when i was told that if you can stick to eating only krishna prasad krishna will be pleased i said oh my god really that means no eating outside he said no it means if you if you eat only krishna prasad you will become a pure devotee then for me i used to love eating masala dosas in the hotels i used to love eating <laughs> chocolates yeah you know and uh, what to do now oh, he is saying that uh, to become pure devotee you should give up masala dosa oh my god then i just thought in the class i thought um, do i want masala dosa or do i want to go back to godhead then um, my mind and intelligence both said actually i want to go back to godhead because i don't want to suffer here then just give up masala dosa then i gave up in the class i decided and after that i never ate outside but i started making masala dosas at home in the hotel i would eat only maximum two masala dosa at home i make and i would eat six six masala dosas now i got a very big tawa and i make i can eat only three masala dosas in the big size big means how much around um, 14 inch 14 inch diameter masala dosa maximum three i can eat now you know but you see in the hotels i would not eat two with difficulty so when we give up things for krishna krishna is so pleased because we sacrificed what we really loved for krishna's sake he is so pleased he is one person prabhu ji who gets conquered like anything the in the most easiest way you try and go and give one diamond uh, uh, f- ring for your wife she will be pleased today and maybe another four days after that she will be angry for some other reason krishna is not like that draupadi just once krishna got hurt a uh, little bit hurt in the finger she tore her sari 
and tied one bandage for him he remembered that after so many years when her sari was being pulled he gave her yards and yards and yards of silk till the one who is pulling only fainted and fell means you see krishna how much grateful he is he is we are giving his own given thing to him but he is feeling that we are giving something that was pleasing to us and still we gave to him so krishna is so grateful you are asking about how to please krishna it is so easy it's it is a question to be asked with your wife how can i please you she'll never be pleased or with the spouse in general or husband or wife they'll never be satisfied with the other, other person no matter what we do some other other fault they will find it some other other time they'll be little unhappy you know krishna never becomes if he was becoming unhappy there are hundreds and crores and crores of reasons why krishna should be unhappy with us for the every moment we spend wherever we walk we would have killed so many ants when we cook we would have boiled so many um, uh, germs that are too tiny to be seen by our eyes if krishna has to be angry he could have been angry with ev- everything what we do but krishna is not a person who is easily angered forget he can never be angered unless we harm his devotee only one thing that hurts krishna is when we harm his beloved devotees and how do you know who is the beloved devotee even ajamila is krishna's beloved devotee why because he chanted the holy name narayana is said beloved so he didn't allow he he he, he sent his dutas in such a way dutas did not allow uh, yamaraja's dutas you know to even touch the person said get out from here is our property so if you just chant the holy names krishna becomes purchased by you and what to speak of if you organize you know uh, in your house or anywhere bhagavatam classes for others krishna says in bhagavad gita there is no one as dear to me than he who does this and what is that 18th chapter i think is the verse number 69 68 70 that kind of verses if you see you will know that whoever shares this supreme secret of mine only with devotees not with those who don't believe in me but whoever believes in me no devotees so for them whoever wants to like now, now we have um, dokai satish prabhu ji now to him if i share all krishna's secrets because satish prabhu ji has come here to hear about krishna he has come here to know what is surrender he has come here to know what pleases krishna he has come here to know how to really be successful in our life to such people if we can catch and teach no this um, message of bhagavad gita then krishna becomes conquered krishna himself says that you know i'm opening bhagavad gita and uh, i'm looking for that verse 67th verse you see 18th chapter bhagavad gita 67th verse this confidential knowledge means which knowledge bhagavad gita full bhagavad gita now whatever he taught arjuna that is saying this confidential knowledge may never be explained to those who are not austere or devoted or engaged in devotional service nor to one who is envious of me this not is applicable for all means we should not teach bhagavad gita to those who are not austere don't teach bhagavad gita to those who are not devoted like satish prabhu don't teach bhagavad gita to those who are not engaged in devotional service and don't teach bhagavad gita to those who are envious of krishna then whom we should teach next verses a 68th verse from 18th chapter bhagavad gita for one who explains the supreme secret to the devotees 
pure devotional service is guaranteed at the end he'll come back to me so he's saying that suppose if you explain this you know to whom to the devotees devotees means who like who are like Satish Prabhu who wants to know how to surrender who wants to know how to please Krishna these are top class people top class you will I mean even among the uh, people who are not yet devotees you will not get someone who will ask this kind of question one minute I want to drink some water hmm. so even among new people we will not get someone who will say how to surrender they don't even know the word surrender what to speak of asking how to surrender but here is someone who is asking no Prabhu today because I shared this information see what is my future I am telling you now what Krishna says for one no experience who explained today my name is Amrita Madhavi Devadasi for one no experience Amrita Madhavi Devadasi uh, you know who is explaining this supreme secret to devotees like Dokai Satish Prabhu Pure devotional service is guaranteed. So for me, pure devotional service is guaranteed. And at the end, he will come back to me. So at the end, I will go back to Krishna. Then, next verse, 69th verse, you see this most interesting. There is no servant in this world more dear to me than he. He means here, Amrita Madhavi Devidasi. Nor will there be one more dear. Nobody can be more dearer than Amrita Madhavi Devidasi. Means what is this? Means he is trying to say, if you share Krishna's information, confidential information from Bhagavad Gita, and Bhagavatam to devotees who are so sincere, so nice-hearted, like Satish Prabhu, if you teach them, then what happens? Then for a person who is sharing the information, he will get pure devotional service and in the same life he will go back to Krishna. Plus Krishna says, if somebody is sharing like that to deserving people, then such a person is the most dearest. Then nobody can beat him means in other words uh, Krishna is telling that if we share the information that we are learning from Bhagavad Gita and Bhagavatam to those who are interested then such a person becomes the most dearest dearer than anybody else which means if Satish Prabhu starts to learn these things and start whatever you share because you need two three years to know everything what pleases no so now as you heard this much now from now onwards whatever you heard you go and tell to any member of your family who's little interested to hear if nobody is interested to hear in the family go and tell you any of your friends who are interested to hear then what will happen you will be pleasing Krishna more than anyone else. Now, the question comes, but uh, how it can be more than anyone else? Now, Prabhupada preached in how we can overtake Prabhupada. The answer is Lord Rama is saying, Hanuman and the squirrel. How Hanuman pleased and uh, people laughed at the squirrel like, hey, what are you carrying tiny, tiny uh, stones? So, Rama was angry. What are you saying? I, I love this squirrel and with three fingers he rubs its back saying I am so pleased because Ram is um, like this that Ram or Krishna that they see to your capacity you have done your best so you are most dearest and to Prabhupada's capacity Prabhupada did uh, his best so Prabhupada is most dearest so everybody will fit in um, the category of most dearest if we just do our level best to please Krishna this is the first thing and what are the other things that as you go through, you know, Krishna says, I am the taste of water. I am the light of the sun and the moon. See, it means as you pass. So when you know that he is the taste of water, when you drink water, you try to say, oh, Krishna, 
I feel so good. And now I know it's because you exist in the taste. And you know, for Prabhupada said to a drunkard who could not give up drinking, he said, okay, when you drink, you think, knew that this fellow if I say give up he cannot so at least if he remembers Krishna while drinking alcohol that will help like Ajamila was doing all kinds of nonsensical things but he was told to keep his child's name as Narayana so he named that little child as Narayana and so what happened by calling Narayana Narayana and doing his all wrong activities he still you know was invited by um, Vishnu Dutas to go back to Vaikuntha and then later on he perfected his life and went back so we all have that golden chance in this golden age. This is the golden age, the beginning. We are in the beginning, still nine and a half thousand years to go in this golden age. Everybody are going to become Krishna conscious in this um, particular period of life. And at that time you have come, Prabhuji. And that too you came to such a wonderful group of people. These people here, who is your relative, this Mataji, she is not an ordinary person. You know, we all see our relatives means they're as ordinary as us. No, devotees are different. They are very special. So all the group devotees who are here in this regular, they're all working so hard in spite of their all life's battles, you know, life's ups and downs, the depressions that they may, ha may have to face, the depressing events that they may have to face. In spite of all that, they are making time to run this online temple by inviting devotees, by giving them reminders, um, you know, on the previous day by booking their dates much before and they are all the time conscious of the tomorrow I have to get up and I have to be a part of Pagotam team and they are never absent you know unless they go to India they generally never absent so this kind of devotees who are so fixed up they are not ordinary we need all of us um, need to take their blessings so that uh, you know we can come to the position of becoming pleasing to Krishna. Krishna says, you know, um, uh, my devotee is not my devotee. My devotee's devotee is my devotee. Means, um, if we, um, you know, uh, worship uh, our Prabhupada, uh, we do Guru Puja, right? Or Prabhupada's disciples who are our spiritual masters. That is, uh, my devotee's devotee means these people in the Guru Parampara. You know, if we worship them, that also pleases Krishna. And if we, uh, you know, um, serve these devotees who is your relative in the call, who introduced me um, to you and you to me, that Mataji and the others who are here, they're very, very gentle, very, very nice people. So they are nice not because they are nice, they are nice because they are devotees. They have been practicing. These people who practice devotional service, they, you know how they are, even if they have their enemies, they tell that, ah, okay, so he's uh, opened a new temple. He must be a big enemy. But uh, good, I am so happy. Secretly they are celebrating. You see, not bad. He also, hmm, he also opened a temple. And he's managing it quite well. I'm impressed like that, you know. They they don't become envious, these devotees. They're very special. They're not like the people from the material world. So this kind of people, if you just please, it's like pleasing Krishna's children and Krishna becomes most pleased. If you just listen to Krishna's dear devotees' instructions, which are from the scriptures, if you follow it, Krishna will be very pleased. If you just deal with your relatives who are devotees in a very pleasing way, 
Krishna will be most pleased. So Prabhu, um, this much I can tell you in this first class. If you regularly attend all the classes of Bhagavatam, Bhagavad Gita, you will know in what other ways, like today we, you learnt now few ways. One is to please Krishna's devotees. One is to follow Krishna's instructions. One is to remember Krishna when you drink water. One is to remember Krishna when you simply see the light of the sun. That's why they say people say vitamin D deficiency. You should go to vitamin light, vitamin D. I mean sunlight. Then you get vitamin D. See because it is Krishna's. It is so much powerful. We need it for our body like that. So. So every single thing aspect, if you get to know, you know, Krishna says, Machita, Madgata, Prana, Bodhayanta, Parasparam. My devotees are like this. Their life is in me. Their thoughts are in me. They like to discuss about me with one another. And just discussing about me with one another, they become so happy. That is my devotee. So if we start uh, hearing and if we start sharing and discussing, and we also saw that how by sharing Krishna's information, uh, we can be becoming, I mean, such a top class dear devotee of Krishna that no one can be better than us. So like that, um, you know, um, as you go on hearing in future classes, you'll get one, 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 one new things. And also Prabhu, um, what I learned is apart from what pleases Krishna, I learn in the classes what does not please Krishna. Like um, where all I have the scope to improve in me, how I can further improve so that Krishna will be happy. You know, uh, when I get to know that we have to use time properly, then I understand how much time I am losing on WhatsApp, how much time I am losing on texting just um, social, um, you know, customary um, questions like, oh, how are you? Oh, what happened? Okay, what you did? You know, these things sometimes it becomes unavoidable when people say we are coming home to invite you for our housewarming. Then we have to ask them, oh really, okay, so where, uh, when, uh, how much time it took, something we simply we ask for their satisfaction. And I feel that I lost because texting loses a lo lot of time. A call will not lose so much time, but text will lose. So these things, I am also learning how to not lose time because we have lots to learn, lots to write in the exams. So, um, Prabhu, um, regularly hearing, we keep understanding one by one, one by one, newer and newer things where we can improve as a person, as a devotee, we can improve with respect to using our time. So this way, when we go on hearing regularly from devotees who are more expert than us, we will learn and when we apply it in our lives, see, hearing should not be just for hearing, it should be for applying it in our life and your question is very much application related so I'm sure you are very eager to apply so I also told you that if we can eat only Krishna Prasad that is Krishna like anything which may be difficult but if you can make it you know I told this in my school school children's class and a boy from the seventh or eighth you know later on they said Mataji this Muttu Kumar became vegetarian I said oh really how come? Because he told no that they should eat only uh, vegetables and we should uh, offer to Krishna. He became vegetarian. I said, wow. So your parents also became vegetarian? I told, no, they're not vegetarian. Huh? They're not vegetarian. Then how did you become vegetarian? Because um, um, I am not eating that. Then what are you eating? So they're cooking separate for you? No, I am only cooking. Huh? You're cooking? Then what do you cook? I cook rice and rasam. Oh my God, you cook rice and rasam. Eight standard boy or seven standard boy. Rice and rasam. How is it? You cook very well. Huh? You taste. You cook nicely? No, it is very bad tasting. Then how do you eat? 
but I eat because Krishna likes it. See, Krishna would definitely have loved it. And after that year, they shifted him from that school and they put him elsewhere. Probably they thought, this teacher is a threat for our son. He has become like this. She'll make him a sannyasi. So probably they have shifted him to another school. Then I could never get him. But in another school, when I went for preaching, it was another branch of theirs. And I found him. But there he didn't talk to me much. I don't know why, what happened. Um, but I'm telling you, so this way, when we put our endeavors, uh, you know, at our cost to please Krishna, definitely Krishna is watching our efforts. So Krishna watches what is our attitude, what, what is our pinch of sacrifice we are taking. Or even if we are not taking the pinch, how much are we um, using our existing time in a nice way to please Krishna. Everything Krishna is watching and all our sincere endeavors to know more and more about how to please Krishna. More and more to know how to not displease Krishna. So all these things, uh, our endeavors Prabhu is definitely going to help in pleasing Krishna. That's all. Thank you so much for your um, arrival. Thank you so much for your question. Krishna will be surely pleased. Hare Krishna Mataji, thank you so much for this elaborated answer. And um, I would like to give some introduction about uh, Prabhuji, Satish Dokai Prabhu. I met him in the county uh, senior group. And we took the New Vrindavan bus tour uh, for uh, 130 people in four bus trips. So, and uh, he, uh, on the bus we chanted one round and do, did some kirtan. And he came second time again to New Vrindavan trip. So I asked him, what is the reason you came again? And he said the positive energy and the experience, he loved that. So uh, he came again and next through he came to me and he said, uh, told me that Mataji, I have started one round chanting every day. So it was a happy moment for me. So we can uh, welcome Sitash Prabhu in our traditional way by chanting three times Hari Bol. Hari Bol. Hari Bol. Hari Bol. Hari Bol. So yes, Mataji. Thank you so much. Hare Krishna. Oh, so that's not your relative. I thought it's your relative. Does, doesn't matter if he sensed uh, positive energy it, and if he voluntarily started chanting one round, that means um, he has really understood that life is um, very painful here and he has to do something. So it is so nice. It is soon as it, it's not easy for anybody to come to Krishna Bhakti unless they have been beaten thoroughly by Maya, you know, thorough beating. We all have got our share, and then we came to Krishna Bhakti. So I'm sure um, Satish Prabhu also has had his quota. So it is so nice. He's so fortunate. I didn't know. Okay, he came one time for bus trip, and he liked, and came again second time, and then he started chanting. This is uh, definitely pleasing to Krishna. That's why he's here too. That too, it's early morning for him also. And he's here early morning. It is, he's definitely as special um, person as the people are here in the call. Thank you so much, Mataji, for this nice introduction. It was very much needed. So our prayers, let all of us pray one time Harikshma Mantra for him to be able to please Krishna very nicely from now onwards. Let's all pray for him together. If you can unmute yourself and if we can all chant together one time, 
हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 रामा हरे रामा 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 हरे हरे थैंक यू सो मच डियर ऑल फॉर चैंटिंग फॉर हिज बेनिफिट yeah so that's all prabhu ji now don't worry you put your endeavor keep coming and krishna will surely be pleased you keep endeavoring to um, apply what you are learning yes that's all if anybody has any questions or comments if satish prabhu has any further questions you are most welcome to ask or any comments satish prabhu can speak now i play tabla and do the mahamantra chant at the same time oh very nice prabhu very nice that you know to play tabla our devotees play mridanga and um, i'm sure if you know tabla it may be very easy for you to play learn to play mridanga also so um, it will be very nice whatever you're doing krishna will be very happy in the in the beginning prabhu disciples used to hold tumblers and uh, glasses and they used to make some sounds very rhythmically you know so tabla is a very nice instrument to play that for krishna is glorious krishna will be very pleased very wonderful prabhu ji yeah. thank you so much thank you so much can any you hear me questions yes any other questions you have no no i just one comment see i go to vedanta center and there we chant hare rama hare rama 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 hare 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 krishna hare krishna 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 hare hare here it is backward here the first name comes of krishna and then rama very good question very good question prabhu it's a very good comment rather it was the comment made by brahmanas to chaitanya mahaprabhu chaitanya mahaprabhu said dare what you are teaching ha huh? real mahamantra is like how you said you know it is um, um, different and uh, this harikshna mantra is having krishna first and rama next what is this yeah. you know so chetan mahaprabhu no sorry the brahmana said how you can give harikshma mantra to all castes and creeds you know like that the brahmana criticized chetan mahaprabhu that time chetan mahaprabhu said the mantra that you told i have not given i have given the reverse that is hare krishna hare krishna 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 hare 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 rama hare rama 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 hare hare this is the mantra i have given and this mantra anybody can chant anywhere your mantra with hare rama first and hare krishna next only brahmanas can chant men can chant that to women should not chant on those four days of the month after bath they must chant you know then only they get the benefit but this mantra that i have given with hare krishna hare krishna 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 hare 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 rama hare rama 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 hare this ma mantra that i have given to the people anybody can chant a shudra can chant a drunkard as after drinking he can chant when he is intoxicated he can chant you know a sinner can chant and what will happen is by regularly chanting he will lose the tendency to sin he'll get purified and then what he will get he will get bhakti in his heart bhakti lata will grow then what he'll get at the end he'll get krishna prem then what will happen he'll come back to me so that is why this maha mantra is different it is not your mantra ours is different and this is going to purify everyone and this can be given to anyone and anybody in any state can chant it so prabhu 
that mantra which they are chanting is different and the mantra that we are chanting is Chaitanya Mahaprabhu given mantra which is meant to give us the uh, sure short success of Krishna Prema at the end that too for people like you who is coming with the heart to surrender who is coming with the heart to please Krishna for them Krishna will definitely give success much earlier so I hope this um, clears your um, um, understanding Prabhu Yes, it's the same mantra, but the names are reverse. Yes, it is the same mantra, but the names are reverse, and that, that's why the mantra becomes different. So, um, yeah. uh, what uh, what do I say? Anything, you know, um, suppose uh, chapati dough, the way you need, uh, if you pour extra water, it becomes dosa better. The full thing, chapati is different from dosa. Same wheat, you add little more water, then it becomes dosa, right? Like that. The minute the words are reversed, you know, uh, this uh, Ravana's brother, he wanted to say, I want to eternally live or something. But uh, he ended up saying, I want to eternally sleep. Then he said, Tatastu, you'll eternally sleep. Hey, no, 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 I didn't want to sleep eternally. Because the words got reversed, you know. Reverse words will have different meaning. Like that, this reverse mantra has total different effect. So then he said, no, 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 please uh, cancel it. Then he said, okay, six months you sleep, six months you will not sleep. Like that. So like that, uh, you know, uh, whenever we speak, um, especially the mantras, you know, um, a little bit of a reverse will have a different effect. So um, Hare Krishna mantra is very powerful. Because this reversal is made not by anyone ordinary, it's made by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And from the time of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, everyone are chanting Hare Krishna first and Hare Rama next. Everyone means only in the Sampradaya of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, they are chanting it like that. Everyone else chants like how you said. So the mantra that you said is very much there. But since Chaitanya Mahaprabhu reversed it and gave for everybody, this mantra, see uh, why we are doing, actually which is the most powerful um, mantra, you know, which is, which is really going to give you highest is the um, word Gauranga, that's the highest. Then why are we chanting Hare Krishna mantra, which is next highest, is because if Gauranga, that is Chaitanya Mahaprabhu has ordered us to chant Hare Krishna mantra and he has told, because though he is God, he could not say he is God, he said I am an ordinary devotee. So he came in the mood of a devotee. He is um, he is Krishna in the mood of Radharani, but he never declared that to people. Uh, he kept it secret uh, when he is um, around. So, but he told since Gauranga himself says that the topmost mantra is Hare Krishna mantra. So, if we follow, you just now asked how to please Krishna. If you just follow Krishna's instruction, means Gauranga's instruction, Krishna will be very pleased. So, the first step, you see, um, it it always so happens that. Whatever we don't want to do, that only comes to us, you know, as a challenge that we must do. Like, I didn't want to give up uh, eating masala dosa, but I had to give up to please Krishna. You know, like that, I had to give up so many things which were really pleasing to me. So, I'm sure for you, what is pleasing is to chant the mantra with Hare Rama first and Krishna next, because that's what you have heard from your childhood. That's what I too heard from my childhood. But I gave it up because Chaitanya Mahaprabhu wanted it to please Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, to please Krishna. We also do the reverse of the mantra because it has total reverse effect. Once a short story, once an astrologer uh, was there and a person told, I don't believe in astrology, I don't believe in God. He said, no, but if you, it is told, you should just go around this pipal tree three times a day, uh, you know, then you will, you will get, uh, you will become a lakpati, means you will get one lakh rupees. 
so what happened was um, he said but i don't believe huh, i will not go in the way he said i'll go ulta i'll do ulta pradakshina let me see when he went to ulta he got 50 paisa coin he got 50 paisa coin you know and then he said see because i went around ulta i got 50 paisa coin but then he said but you see if you had come reverse the other fellow got 1 lakh rupees it was fallen there and you missed it because you went reverse you missed it so like that every mantra has its power but when we do it the way we are asked to do uh, that not only pleases krishna but we get highest rewards prabhu so um so definitely um you can chant it um without any guilt because i know um, you know we feel guilty to do things which are totally opposite of what we have been learning from childhood but don't be guilty chaitanya mahaprabhu is krishna himself and that even social studies textbooks are talking about him lord chaitanya started the sankirtan movement so even his existence is recorded in the history and he told that uh, you know um, we have to chant harikshma mantra in that way so don't worry you can chant and uh, by chanting regularly prabhu one of the maharajas know in iskon he has put a challenge like if there's anybody who chants 16 rounds of harikshma mantra beginning with the jay shikshi chitanya prabhu nitananda shridhar dikadadar shivasadi gorapakaranda that mantra you have to say before you chant 108 times once that is called panchatatva mantra after that if you say 108 times harikshma mantra like that if you do 16 rounds every time before the round you will say jay shikshna chitanya prabhu nitananda shri advaita gadadhara shiva sadhi gora bhaktoranda you say that once and then you just do 108 times mantra like that 16 rounds if anybody is doing daily for one year without fail and if he feels that i did not get any benefit then i will give him 1 crore rupees like that one maharaj put a challenge one of the disciple became scared and told maharaj if somebody will come and tell you that i didn't get benefit after chanting one year you know then how will you give one crore he said don't worry anybody who has chanted one year 16 rounds of harikshma mantra they will become so purified they lose interest in money making and they will not come to me only they'll never say that i um, i want one crore rupees you know um, which means the one who has not chanted will go and ask but one who is really chanted will never ask for money because he will lose attachment that greed for making money uh, because he gets greed for krishna my father used to say wherever there is rama there is no kama wherever there is kama there is no rama so when we are really attached to krishna we will not be attached to anything else one who has chanted harikshma mantra with krishna first and rama next he is sure to get so much purification in one year's time that he will be so attached that even if you pay 1 crore rupees to that fellow and say please stop chanting he will not stop chanting he will say you keep your 1 crore i'll keep my holy name with me that is the power of this chanting prabhu so don't worry you can go on chanting this hari krishna mantra the way chaitanya mahaprabhu has told with hari krishna first and hari rama next i hope that helps yes thank you anything else prabhu no no that's that's so yeah good good explanation uh, any other question prabhu or any other comment no no not today no okay thank you so much so thank i think you, um, yes thank you so much is there anybody else who has any question or comment otherwise we can end the call i think i don't think anybody is there okay then we can end the call